ESPN 690 and Action Sports Shacks presents Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau. We're going to have to show a little more patience than the year two pom-pom people. Casey Kurtz. Yo! Well, what are we doing, bro? And Aaron Schachter. I'm, I'm all in favor of these two showing their love, really celebrating their relationship. This is Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, and Aaron Schachter on Jacksonville's home for ESPN Radio, ESPN 690. What's happening? Football at 5 here on a Friday on ESPN 690. Britain friends, and I brought along another friend. How about this? Matthew Driscoll, UNF men's basketball coach, joining us on the back of the tailgate here at Trinity Christian as they get ready to take on Columbia. Of course, tonight in our Game of the Week, presented by Nimnick Buick GMC. Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, Aaron Schachter. We kicked them out. We replaced them with Matthew Driscoll. We'll get Kevin Sullivan on here in a moment. Is Sully on? Yes. Oh, good. What's up, Sully? Hey, Brett. How you doing? Good. How are you? What's up, Coach? Hey, Matt. What's going on, Driss? Could you do How you right? doing, my brother? Man, you got a big-time facility they're building you over there, man. That's exciting. Yes, sir. Well, you know, 14 after 14 years and kind of where it came from and where we're headed to. So it's an exciting time. There's a lot more on the horizon, too. And we got a chance with a, a, lot, of, a lot of players coming back, a lot of experience, and, and, and a lot of good talent. And the league's got 14 teams. So I'm a Western Pennsylvania guy, so you know, High school football is something that's in my blood. And uh, I used to call play-by-play for my high school. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm excited to hang out with Brent and, 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 and kind of get a get a feel as an intern. I'm interning tonight. <laughs> hey, they got right. he's, probably, he's probably getting ready for you to replace me is what he's probably doing. <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, no, nah, no. Not, well, not yet. Just in addition to. Just in addition you to. <laughs> yeah. I literally reached out to him. I said, hey, my, my wife's out of town, and I want Check out a high school football game. Let me ask you a question. And I actually asked him without knowing it was me. Yeah, I thought it was an intern you were well, asking. Well, I, I never, I never used the word. And of course, I'm not going to lie. And I, and I just said, hey, would you ever let somebody like go along with you and like a ride along, like you know Kevin Hart? So I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to be like yeah. Kevin Hart, except I won't use the kick move. Uh, but uh, but yeah, high school football, exciting. And there's a lot of great games tonight. And obviously, we'll come back at nine and and and, and finish it up and really get you swinging with the blitz. So. It's going to be an exciting time, and I'm glad you're on with us. Uh, good oh, stuff, man, I'm Kevin glad Sullivan. you're on. Our <laughs> Hall of Fame coach, and we got a lot of coach speak right now. we got our coach's corner. Maybe we should do more of this uh, here on Fridays or any day of the week. But, Kevin Sullivan, I'm here at the Trinity Christian Columbia game. This is a game that uh, it's been really good, people look forward to over the years. But Trinity has basically had the Tigers' number, right? I mean, four out of the last six, two in a row. And uh, Trinity looks to be the better team this year, but Columbia has come on strong the last couple of weeks. Remember a couple of weeks ago, Coach, we were surprised by by them losing to Union County, and we're like, uh-oh, what's going on at Columbia? Well, they've really turned it around the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, they, they get, sort of got started slow, and, uh, you know, they had a couple guys come in and transfer new quarterback. They got a lot of talent, a lot of guys back, and uh, it's sort of like they started off slow, like they weren't quite buying in what's going on, but they seem to get back on track. Had a big win last week and uh, got two in a row, and then this one's as big as they get because I think Trinity's playing as well as they have. You know, when you when you think about what you just said and you, and you talk exactly what you just said, when you're when you start off a little sluggish or you don't things don't go your way, but the next thing you know you flip it, you know, and the Jaguars 
not so much maybe parallel that, but, you know, maybe it wasn't what it was, what we wanted against the commanders, but then, you know, they flip it, and then you see it. And the thing I want to say about the Herbert thing, too, when you go back to high school football is, like, it is what it is. You got to line up with who you got to line up with. Yeah. And everybody's got injuries. It's Jose and Carter, and sometimes it's whatever. Yeah. So you right. got to play the game. Yeah. you got to play the game. And, so. but, and that's one thing we don't ever know about as much in high school football. Like, Columbia might have been without exactly. some of their guys that we just don't know. I mean, it's just not covered in that respect, even like the college game or the pro game. And so you don't know why necessarily people are losing early. Or sometimes it's just cyclical, right, Coach Sullivan? I mean, sometimes yeah. you're just down. Even though you're a really proud program, you have a lot of good players, you usually win. And it's cyclical, and you just don't have the horses in a given year. Yeah, and sometimes too, Brent, you know, you come back after a successful year. A year ago, you graduate some kids, and then you're trying to put the pieces together early. And then, you know, hopefully by week three or four, you start figuring out, ah, that kid can't play. We need to not play him at corner. He might need to be box safety or free safety. Maybe we got to move a guy. He's been getting beat. You know, so I think maybe they've done some adjustment. And I think more it's just gotten a better flow of what they've been trying to do, you know, because I know they came out wanting to throw it and everything with uh, Tyler Jefferson. And uh, but now they've sort of got back more, more trying to get more balanced out there, at Lake City. But boy, Trinity, you know what they're going to do? They're going to come at you every way they can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't have those cyclical problems here at Trinity, by the way. <laughs> well, the scheme, but scheme. I mean, maybe you're a running team, a heavy running team, or maybe you can throw a little bit more, or maybe you got the wiggle guy in the slot. So maybe they didn't figure that out early enough either. And maybe the other team schemed well enough. Maybe even they got fortunate and helped you. You know, the other thing too, Coach, they might have helped you figure out what you didn't know. Because yes. you don't see it every day against your own guys. Right. Yeah, without a doubt. And th and that's the thing. And also, they played two really – well, one really good team week one. And week two, we thought they were going to go. And it's a good team, Union County, but not on their caliber. But to get blown out the way they did, maybe that got their attention and they came back a little bit more focused, especially yeah. their older kids, their seniors. A lot of pride out there. Yeah, a lot of pride out there. It's a great place for high school football in the area, and so is this one right here. Uh, and, and they beat Madison County last week, and, and that might be the same scenario. Maybe Madison County isn't as, old, as good as they, they usually are. Maybe that's not as an impressive a win. We have no idea, but we know this. Trinity Christian's good as we uh, chat with Kevin Sullivan. We have Matthew Driscoll with us here at Football 5. Casey Kurtz back in the studio. Brent Barno, we're hanging out on the tailgate here at Trinity Christian, and the Conquerors usually conquer. They know what's up. 300-plus wins now for Verlin Dormady, and uh, Sully, how good is Colin Hurley? I mean, Matthew Driscoll just came over and said, hey, the quarterback's good, right? He's a sophomore <laughs> kid, right? I mean, everybody's heard about this kid. And, and my thought is always, listen, he's got the tools. That doesn't make you great right. as a freshman or a sophomore. But he makes some plays because we had a nice highlight. I think it was last week on the Friday Night Blitz. And it's like you can see how comfortable that kid is playing the quarterback position. One, because he trusts his skill set from a confidence standpoint, his size, his arm strength. But two, he also has been out there enough. He was directing traffic on this specific play and then launched a beauty down the field, Coach. Yeah, and the, and the thing about him is that running game really is a quarterback's best friend. You know what I mean? Because you can't gang eight up in – if they try to go eight up in the box, now you get their skill guys out there one-on-one -on -one and with a quarterback that can put the ball on the money and give you the short pass that goes to a long game or the guy gets behind, he scrambles out a little bit. So the running game helps him as a quarterback, and I think it's uh, it's really fun to watch when you've got a good running game and you can do some things offensively with your quarterback and those skill guys.
Well, if you're talking running game now, you got a kid in Trayon Webb who's committed to the Gators. He's a big-time back for this team. He's healthy. And then Darnell Rogers, who doesn't get the headlines because of Webb and probably Hurley too, Coach, but he's been fantastic. So that's the duo you're talking about. It's got to be, I don't know, I mean, it's safe to say one of the best duos in the state of Florida. Yeah, pretty pretty good. I mean, that's you can't really stretch. We don't get to see a lot of the South Florida teams and that kind of stuff. But in this area, they might be they might be the best duo. You know, those and the and the two or three headed monster at Ed White seem to be putting up a lot numbered. But the Trinity guys are beating against quality competition. Well, Derrick Henry didn't get much burn at Alabama early. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you talk about the trust is a great word. I heard. CEO for Medtronics today and the CEO for Baptist Health today speaking at a, at a symposium. And the one thing about trust is and I, what you just said, Brent, is something I think with Anthony Richardson they're talking mm-hmm. about as well, too. I really went to that vision when you talked about this kid and what he does and, and what he loves to do with what he has. That, I think you used the word confidence. Yeah. And I think that's where Anthony is. I agree. Because he, he has all the tools. Because Mel Kuyper's not... You know, Mel Calvert knows what he's doing. So I, I really think that's a great way to word it. Well, confidence and trust, I think they kind of go along. Like I've said that a lot about Trevor over the last year. I don't think that kid lacks confidence because he's got great tools. But does he trust anything, you know? And last week yeah. it looked like he trusted everything. Trevor did the game plan, the guys, the line, the, the all this. And uh, that was two weeks ago. He trusted, he trusted his throws. They just weren't where they needed to be. Yeah, but well, he trusted, he's also getting hit on every other place. But, but he, he trusted trust the routes. He trusted yeah. all the, he trusted yeah. everything where they were going. So they just didn't, they just didn't complete it. Coach, uh, so we talked Trinity Christian Columbia. Let's get a couple of other games in here. Uh, kind of like that Creekside Mandarin game. Ooh. Creekside put on a, a, a scoring clinic last week. They have several times this year. They didn't give up against Buholtz. We thought that was a, a good battle. And we watched it unfold on the uh, Blitz Scoreboard Show on all our social media channels live. And now you get Mandarin. This should be a really good game. I'm excited for the Creekside Mandarin game and see which way this goes. Yeah, you got two different contrast styles. The Creekside this year really wants to run it and then throw it. And Mandarin wants to throw it to run it. And uh, you've got a, a, a really good group of skill guys. Mandarin, a quarterback, Tramel Jones, is having a nice year. Jamie French, another sophomore phenom uh, wide receiver. Uh, and they've got a couple other guys, Shaq and Jackson wideouts. And uh, last week the running back had 125, 130 yards for the first time, getting a guy over 100. So that game's going to be big. But the big thing is, boy, the loser – uh, 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 Creekside gets beat in this one. It, their district chance really takes a hit because of the loss last week to Buholtz. If they, you know, and so the way the playoffs go, strength of schedule, wins, and that kind of stuff, this is a really, really big game for that. Mass. Hey, you talk about RPI at our level, yep. and, and then uh, and the net, the any the net. <laughs> you talk about the way they do that with with with, uh, with the football playoffs. Good lord, have you we, have we seen a district like this? By the way, Buholz is loaded. We just watched it. Creekside is better than people think. Uh, you mentioned Mandarin and Oakleaf, and who am I missing? Bartram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Oakley, you know, who everybody thought might have been the best team in the district, Fleming Island, last week. Oakley took care of business. They're getting no love from everybody, which is probably good for them. And uh, But, you know, and then Fleming in there, it, it's the wildest district. Uh, it could be the strongest district in the state. Yeah, that's pretty darn good. Uh, Bartram does come back home uh, to finally play in the area and the, within the area code <laughs> after three weeks on the road. And they're, oh, so good we think again because they usually win but we don't know much about Bartram right we're going to learn a little bit more because you got that great Bartram St. Augustine battle and the tide has finally turned in that series coach 
Yeah, it went, what, 17, 18 years, all St. Augustine, and now Bartram's jump got finally broke broke through the one time, and now they've beaten them four years, maybe four or five years in a row now. And uh, Bartram's really doing it defensively this year. I mean, Lincoln was coming in last week in Tallahassee. They were playing in Tallahassee. Lincoln undefeated, averaging 65 points a game. Wow. Bartram held them to seven. Who are you playing? <laughs> Who are you playing? <laughs> Seven points, though, after averaging 65. They, that's the thing. I think a lot of people over the year we've talked about offense a lot. Bartram's always good on defense, Coach. Like yes. they always are. Like, and they have some terrific players. A guy like Sharif Denson, who's also committed to Florida, but they're always stout and strong on the defense, which keeps them in games. They're not. I'm not sure they're electric on the offensive side of the football this year. No, I think they're really solid, but I think defensively it really gives them a chance. Uh, you know, they only had 13 week one to a good PV team, but they've really sort of beat. I mean, they beat a mainland team that's that's a pretty good team. I've watched them practice, and I've seen them down there. Uh, Travis Rowland been been around a long time, and uh, he they've done a really good job. And so it'll be fun. I'm I'm sure they're glad to be home after being road warriors two in Daytona, one in Tallahassee, and now they get home they get home to play in front of the home crowd. Yeah, we get to learn a little bit about them uh, as well. Brent Martineau along with uh, UNF men's basketball coach Matthew Driscoll talking some high school football and other sports with us here on ESPN 690. And Kevin Sullivan, our Hall of Fame coach, who will join me once again tonight for the Blitz Scoreboard Show along with Casey, who's back in the Action Sports Jack Studios. And uh, we'll be pushing all the buttons. The, the most difficult show to yes. unveil in uh, the area. Casey pushes all the right buttons for tonight, 9 p.m. until 10.30. Then we hand off to our Friday Night Blitz and we run downstairs and do some TV on CBS 47 and Fox 30 as well. So we should have a fun night. It's a beautiful weather night for high school football. It feels like it's going to like maybe rain because of the clouds, but it's not. Like There's no rain in the forecast from what I understand. Second what? day of fall. I think it's what? second day of fall. We got a nice breeze. Yeah. Did you see no some rain? rain in the forecast? No, it's like no. 7%. Yeah, 7%. But I'm just saying, no rain? Are you kidding me? It's <laughs> Irvine's no hey, uh, a long way away. Don't hey, worry about that. Hey, we're going to be trying yeah, to I was going to say, next week we might have a hurricane to deal with. Yeah, Irvine, yeah, don't worry about that. Hey, hey, you I mean, don't worry about tomorrow. Today's troubles are enough, right? You know, right. What I can't, uh, you know what I can't get off in my mind? You just said you uh, the high school football in Western PA, which is really good, of course, uh, and you did some play-by-play. Like, I, I want to know, like, what was a catchphrase or what was the touchdown oh, call, man? Yeah. I mean, I, I know one thing. Mars beat us so badly one night, the guys on the team wanted to fight. Because they were like, man, you sound like you was from Mars and you weren't from our team. I'm like, listen, I'm just calling the game the way it is. So It's always great if somebody tells you it sounds like you're from Mars. Well, I've, I've had a lot of people tell me that. Hey, hey, Coach, hey, Coach, let me ask you this question. As you get into this and you're on the back end of September, and you know what you just said earlier, and you're talking about one game, obviously, like any game. You know, which we always tell our guys which one keeps you in, which one keeps you out. When you look at tonight, and you look at some of these other matchups um, that we're going to talk about and, and break down, which which one do you think it really has significance when it comes at the end of the day is really going to determine what happens when we get to the playoffs? Well, I think Riverside Ed White is really big because uh, I think the winner is is going to win the district. Uh, Riverside's already beat Westside, Ed White. So this is sort of their – there's only three teams in the district. Ed White could end up losing tonight, still getting in at 8-2, and two, but Riverside could lose tonight and not, maybe not get in. So whatever they yeah. end up being because that would put them at 2-3. and three. 
even though they and do have a good schedule, schedule but they don't yeah strength of schedule so and then on the other side you know ed white's schedule is pretty good with the, especially with the trinity but everybody else they play hasn't been hasn't been great um so tonight's a big test for them so we'll get a real good feel tonight of both those teams um and uh, but i think that's a big one and of course fletcher sandalwood uh, that's just such a big rival. They're playing again for the first time in a few years. They played last year. Um, I'm sorry, they didn't play. They haven't played in the last three years, I want to say, since 16 maybe or 15, 16, 17, around there. So that's a big game. That's a big neighborhood rivalry. And Fletcher's, you know, sort of uh, getting there, moving. They start slow, and then they really got get going. And then Sandalwood sort of, he's still trying to figure out, um, are they going to run it or are they going to throw it, what they're going to do. So uh, I think those two are big ones tonight. Yeah, we'll see what happens. By the way, Coach uh, Driscoll, pay attention to Ed White Riverside. That's where we're going after this. All I'm right. with you. All right. So well, uh, after I clean up all your gear, yeah. that's <laughs> what the intern does, right? Isn't that a movie? <laughs> Wasn't the interns at Google or something? <laughs> By the way, do you play frisbee golf? I do. Yeah. I got well, a nine I hole course. I should say I do, but yeah, there's some we can get nine holes in real quick <laughs> if we have time. <laughs> we, could, we could try that if you want. Um, I'm actually going to scout the Trinity Christian softball team. So I know one thing. We were working on bunting. Against them in they were working months. on bunting early. Hey, do you, know the, do you know the former coach from Nice is now a first base coach for the Yankees? Uh, yes, Travis Chapman. Do you, uh, yeah, Good yeah. guy. Awesome guy. Yeah, be, You'd love him. That'd be cool to... You'd yeah. have to have him come in and speak to the, to the group. Uh, fantastic guy. So uh, how about that? He's getting to see all that unveil itself. Yeah. I mean, all the history. That's uh, pretty awesome. So that's, uh, the, that's the thing about... Judges, I guess an American League record. It's different. It's going to be different. It's not just pole 700 is great, but yeah. The, right. uh, listen, we're not allowed to talk Yankees on the show right. unless we mention Travis Chapman's name. Just to let you know. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, like so, coach. <laughs> coach so, coach, back to you. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, a Red, I'm a Red Sox guy too, so my dad grew up on Cape Cod on high end. Well, so. you know what? They just called up UNF friend German. They did. That's right. So did. that's right. We love oh, the Red cool. Sox here. There that's right. Go. UNF baby. UNF. I'd root for them next year, but we do love them around I here. I think they are. I think they both. I think they, the Orioles play the Red Sox, and both of our guys get to play that's each other right. next Brian week. Baker yeah, as next well. week. That's pretty cool. That's a great moment for a university in North Florida. Hey, that's a couple awesome. more quick hitters, and then we'll let you go, Coach Sully. Okay. Inglewood, chance to go to three and one. They play at Stanton. Uh, they're probably the favorites in that game. Stanton struggling. Three and one would be a big deal for the Rams. We've been talking about them early in the year. Yeah, I think they've done a, you know, Coach Harvison's done a really nice job, and they're competitive. And, again, people say, well, they don't play anybody. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they're playing no. the same people they were playing in the past. And went, going who's to, on your schedule, doing, Coach. Right, exactly. And Coach has done a good job. The kids are playing hard. Um, they they seem to be having fun. They're getting some wins. I'd really like – this is sort of that story you hope that they get into six, seven, eight wins, baby Brent, and it's a great story. They maybe sneak in the playoffs at, later on down the road. So, really – uh really excited about what's going on over at Inglewood after you and you know you you've been around a long time I've been around there ain't been a lot of a lot of uh great uh Inglewood teams in the last 15 years no and the beauty of that for me is I always feel good for the kids and the football players it's tough when you lose every Friday night or a lot of Friday nights and part of the cool thing about high school football maybe even more than all the other sports is walking those halls on a Friday morning get ready for the game right and everybody's fired yep. up for a game well that's starting to happen a little bit I would suspect in the first month at Inglewood and so I feel good for the coaches and the players their jersey and, down and the hallway yeah and that's part of it right I mean that's uh, why yeah. there's a little bit more of a lure in high school football than playing some of the other sports that's why I, tra I wanted to play every year 
I wonder where that jersey. But I then used I was to like, wear my headset down the hallway because I was an announcer, play by play. That's what I would have done too. I probably should have done that. Hey, Nice, coach. Nice is looking for its first win. They got a Gator commit at quarterback. Marcus Stokes, and they're 0-4. Colin Drafts, great job last year. This team is still trying to find its way. They're at Orange Park tonight, but uh, it still is a bit of a surprise story to see that record, even though they've played some tough competition. Yeah, they play some tough competition, but remember, we know we know they've had a lot of graduation. they got a lot of young guys coming in there, and he doesn't have Dom Henry to bail him out and throw it to him. You know what I mean? And uh, they've actually played a little bit better of late, been a little bit more competitive for the last three weeks. They just haven't gotten a win. Yeah, that was a good win by Fletcher, by the way, over Nice last week. Episcopal's unbeaten, and one last one to get you to, and then you can have dinner and then join us again at 9 p.m. Uh, Bowls. Not too many times mm. I've been around here when Bowles has lost a couple of games in a row. Uh, they got to try to get back on the win- winning track against Benedictine out of Savannah. Uh, yeah, that you know, and again, they, they've run into two pretty good teams. I mean, both those teams that they've lost, you are good players. Brunswick up in Georgia undefeated, uh, ranked top five in their classification. And, of course, Trinity, um, they, they're getting in there. But I think maybe maybe with Bulls, you know, everybody thinks they're just going to plug guys in and just reload and roll over everybody. And maybe they're having one of those bunch of graduation, bunch of good players, and uh, they're just trying to get them plug and play. And, again, yeah. good quality competition. Um, but they'll be ready to go down the line when they get down towards the end of the schedule into the playoff mold. Yeah, and they I, reload. I expect them they, to yeah, win re- tonight, they, too. Yeah, they reload 100%. Benedictine, by the way, is defending state champs. And um, and their basketball, they've become to our team camp. And, and that's, I mean, that they, they got some dudes. They got some players. But I, the one thing they are is they're really, really tough. Like, they're, they're tough dudes that really compete. Um, so, you know, that, that'll be in and of itself. I don't know how good they are this year. And maybe they're right. like Nice. Maybe they want it. Now they're trying to figure it back out. But, but they, they've been good. They've been good. Uh, coach, I have two coaches on right now. Hall of Famer Kevin Sullivan, UNF men's basketball coach. Uh, uh, you, you'll be in a Hall of Fame somewhere. I mean, probably UNF at some point. So then I can call you Hall of Famer, too. Uh, I just surround myself with Hall of Famers. I'm never making one. So my wife's in. Austin Lane was in. Oh, like, nice. Uh, yeah, so Murray State for him. Steph. Hannah Lincoln High School in, in Ohio coaches and how many Hall of Famers are you Hall of Fans are you even in coach probably just like two on. or three <laughs> just go on man just go on easy. so easy. Here, here's here's what I want from you guys you got to set the take like what kind of motivational speech are you calling on tonight like would you guys you already had to do it Sully on, on a football Friday night I got to believe Driscoll I mean you could I mean is, is, who am I talking gonna, to it's gonna be more than a let's go who am I talking to I mean, am I talking you to got, this? You got Trinity tonight. Am I talking to Trinity kids? Yeah. Hey, just so you guys understand something, last week's last week. Like, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. Today's what's in front of us. And when we think about today and what's about us today, this team coming in, don't think they're laying down and don't think they haven't done what they've done before. And don't think they can't wait to beat us. Because everybody every week comes in here to beat us. We're never going to be that other person. We're always going to be hunted. And when you are, you better be on And you better be on point, but you better be on point for the entire deal. Because if you think you're going to half-step it halfway through it, it ain't going to work that way. So let's understand that. Let's do what we do. Let's be who we are. And most importantly, understand, let's be for each other, and let's do it together, one and all. That's all we do. You got to do that in the football. Coach, you got Columbia, by the way. Can you inspire them enough against Trinity Christian here tonight? Yeah, leave the outside noise alone. We know what we do. We know what we're capable of. Look at the guy right. Look at the guy left of you. Just take care of business. One play at a time. 
play to the whistle, run around, have some fun, knock them around. But just remember, just remember, you don't get these opportunities very often to prove people wrong. Nobody's picking you. Your back's to the wall. Go out there and play Columbia County football, baby. Tiger pride. Ah, very well done, guys. Very well done. I think this might be a new segment. We'll have to give Coach Driscoll hey, a call every Friday so, night. Let's hope Trini gets that window. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Sully might be rooting for Columbia after that. He's going to take all the I'm breath. sure he is. He Put picked, another win on the dock. He picked Columbia, son. <laughs> uh, hey, Coach, uh, go have a good right. dinner, man. We'll talk to you tonight. Let's scoreboard show. Any uh, thank you, Coach. All right, Matt. Take it easy. Thank you, brother. All, all right. right. Uh, we'll take a break. Football at 5 continues. Back to the Jags. The big story is Justin Herbert. We'll give you an update. If you haven't caught it yet, Justin Herbert news out of L.A. What's the latest? We go there when we come back on a Friday edition of Fred and Friends on ESPN 690. Friday is always presented by Nimnik Buick, GMC on ESPN 690. Dame does uh, just cross off the ACC. Say a prayer for them. They are the best team in the conference. I know. I know. Wake Forest went to the championship game last year and they played Pittsburgh. But Clemson really is their their shot. Uh, North Carolina is still cobbling a, a season together. But I'm I'm just saving the folks in the back room the research probabilities. Don't worry about it. Hey, welcome back. Football at five. Brett Martineau along with the UNF men's basketball coach. Matthew Driscoll and Casey Kurtz in the Action Sports Shack studios. Uh, we're hanging out on the back of the tailgate here at Trinity Christian. It's our game of the week. They'll host Columbia. We just talked all about it uh, with Kevin Sullivan as well. Blitz scoreboard show coming up at 9 o'clock. And uh, then 10.30 we have our Friday night blitz. Of course, uh, all our Friday coverage presented by Nimnick Buick GMC and Baker Sports. And Coach Driscoll, you in, did you know Casey's a UNF guy? Oh, is that right? He's a swooper. I was telling you earlier that those guys do an amazing job, and I, the thing that comes across when you're listening to them on the radio is they're really, they really understand. They have a high level of knowledge, and it, it really shows in all their different uh, sports, not just the different sports they cover, but different people, names, statistics. Uh, all the key things are important in your business, but it seems like it's at the tip of their tongue. Like, they're just like this. Those two guys are, like, they're really, really special. In my opinion, as a listener, I was really impressed I have been impressed by those guys. Casey, you said that unsolicited, man. I, I mean, know. That's, uh, I mean, please put that, make a promo out of that or something. I, like, he actually yeah. told me that on the phone when I talked to him about coming over here and when he was coming. Well, Brent, I mean, you know, what, what else can I say? Thank you, Coach. Okay. Appreciate the support. But, UNF uh, product. See yeah. another UNF product doing well. It's true. That's true. Swoop, baby. Swoop. Hey, there quick uh, mention. We're going to get into Herbert and the Jags. We want to give everybody an update on that situation. It's the big story of this Friday because I actually think things have changed. I think I feel totally different about Herbert playing. But before we get to that, uh, you guys are just around the corner here, right? What are you doing now basketball-wise? And you've got just everybody back. What did you add? One player? So, first of all, when the Nor'easterner comes... That means that it's football season. I had no idea when the when it's the wind changes to the nor'easter. That's right about the same time every year. Okay. So I learned that 14 years being here. <laughs> and the thing I love about the nor'easter that with football starting, we're next. Yeah. So right we start Monday. The official practice starts and and we go at it. Of course, we're still out of the facility for about another three weeks or so. Um, so we'll be at FSCJ using theirs, and we'll okay. also use our field house at our place. But yeah, we got everybody back. Um, we've got a chance to, to, to be really, really special. The league's got 14 teams. In my opinion, 
I said this last year to you guys. I'll say it at media day. There are seven to eight teams, I think, like last year. I told you there were six, and there were, that can win the tournament. Now, win the regular season is different, but can win the tournament. We got a lot of fifth-year COVID all-league players that are getting their fifth year. Around the league. Correct. So it's, it's, it's a loaded from that aspect as well, too. Um, so excited about about that, about where we are and about, and about where we're going. Um, uh, and also, too, we open up with number one, Gonzaga, and then we got three, Houston, and four, Kentucky. It'll be the first time ever in the history that we played, you know, three top fives. But, you know, every year we, we go through that. Yeah, make a new mark every year. Well, it's just, it's, you know, it's a, well, and the thing, the problem is this year, we had seven high major teams one play us. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we had a board. We started a board. You know, in the office. And there were some no's on there. No, there was a lot of X's out. There was, wow. I think there was a total of 13 teams that wouldn't play us, who wanted to play us. What happens in scout in scheduling is they call you and you call me, and then we make a deal, and then that guy goes to the head coach, and then the head coach says, are you nuts? <laughs> like, they, yeah. first of all, they shoot threes. Yeah. And they got everybody back. Yeah, and they got everybody So back. everybody gets whatever. Uh, but That's interesting, though, and it makes some sense. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I think, you know, but that, that's where, like, you talk about – Right now, you know, George is, you know, rolling and goes goes to South Carolina and does whatever they do there. Now they got Kent State. <laughs> you know, so they're really going to be flowing and going and, and, and doing the things that they do. Then you look at Florida State and you say, wow, nobody wants to talk about them. But winning winning two road games, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. When yeah. you win, I don't care who they are or where they're at. Where they're at, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Louisville, it's, and they were in New Orleans for, for the opener. Yeah, it's a road game. Yeah. It's a road, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Although they traveled well. They did, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. but it's still they're a right road there, game. They're right in their backyard. Yeah, it's, it's 100%. They so. got a huge recruit today, by the way. Top 30 wide receiver. Big get for Mike Norvell. They're having, I said this, I tweeted this right before the show, Florida State's having their best month I can remember maybe in five or six years. Like their best overall month on the field, off the field, everything. So, so uh, you think are, there's a correlation? <laughs> Yeah, right? I mean, it's oh, there yeah, is. A they want to see you if the ship's that. right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Saturday night, big night. Of course, you can listen to Florida State right here on ESPN 690. Boston College, it's not a layup because nothing is for Florida State, but that would be a nice win under the lights. Place will be rocking. Travis so. is back. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But he's Have like, they said anything, Casey, or is he a? He's they're not pra- going to say, right? He's they're practiced all week. He's going to play. Yeah, uh, I think he'll play. I do think he's, he's going to play. play. Yeah, but that that looked a lot worse than if he can play. But he pointed to it right away. Yeah, and my wife is mad at me because I. I said, ah, he probably whatever. Yeah. She's like, Wait. hold on a second. Then he walked off. And see, I'm like, well, if he's walking off, then it might be his Achilles. Oh, well, true. You know, when you yeah. walk, you can walk on it. You know, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Justin Fields. So back to you guys, real quick. How? When is this? Uh, it's going to be up against it. Now you guys were on a tight window to finish the yeah. UNF Arena. Yeah. But it, it's going to be fantastic. First of all, if you followed along on Twitter and you've seen it, yeah. it's it's, it's it a whole good. different level. The hospitality is a whole different level. Yeah. What it's going to do, the score, million-dollar scoreboard was huge when we won our first championship, and then the, we got the seating along the sideline and all that. The game experience in and of itself, the floor is 30 years old. And, now, you know, it, it, yeah. was, it was time. To, so the correlation was, oh, let's do that. Well, let's do this. And let's kind of put those together at the same time. Since we got this going on, let's knock this out. She's talking over $3 million. Uh, which is really really cool, and uh, and kudos uh, to to Nick and his staff, and 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 for the two companies for managing it because it's yeah. two separate companies, and that's okay, not yeah. easy. Yeah, Bank of England and the CSI companies is, are the. Two. No, I'm, they're the two sponsors, but I'm talking about the construction, oh, construction companies. companies huh? You know, that's not easy. Yeah. Like, not. hey guys, y'all need to <laughs> yeah. no dust Don't today. Here. Well, no dust today because <laughs> we're paint, and no they, you know, yeah. we're bringing in cement, so you can't work on the floor. So there's a lot of stuff that goes along with it, True. and then Bank of England. 
obviously, you know, Bricks is going to be inside it. Yeah. And then um, um, uh, uh, Mr. Hate, you know, John and Jerry Hate yeah. is the balcony. And then CSI, what they what they've done, and what they're doing, and what and, and what that's going to look gonna like. It's going to be beautiful. So, yeah. It's going to look good. Yeah. Yeah. Naming wait. of the arena is coming. Oh yeah. You never know. You never know. That's next. Like I always say, man. You never know. Crypto better go in a hurry. But do you know how many people? <laughs> but do you know how many people come into our arena though? Yeah. I mean that's ESPN six ninety arena. But all the graduations, all the you know all the programming. Oh all yeah, it's used outside of just even. For Have you read the Coffee Bean? Uh, John Gordon. John Gordon is like a co-author. Okay, I haven't read it. Damon West. It. Yeah, I haven't read it. He's coming to speak okay. in January. Good deal. Yeah, a great story. Great. Coffee bean. Good one. Unbelievable. Got out of prison in like 2016 or 17. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what it was? Quarterback. College. Towards ACL. Oxycontin. Downfall. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how did we get? Here we how, go. I don't know. How did we get off on that? I don't know, but we got to go back <laughs> to it? high school football. Herbert. Oh, Harvard. Okay. <laughs> because he was a heck of a high school player. <laughs> yeah, he was in college, and right now he's a heck of an NFL player. But the big story around Justin Herbert today. Here's the things change, right? We wondered would he play. I think everybody was anticipating Justin Herbert's going to play Sunday. He's going to play. He was practicing. They're saying he's feeling better. Okay, he's going to give it a go. Well, today out of practice the reports were Justin Herbert not throwing the football when the media was out there Chase Daniel taking the first team reps and then after practice he said the ribs feel better feels fine but I'm going to be a game time decision on Sunday and I'm going to work out before the game and then go from there so uh, then there's another report from Jonathan Jones the rib cartilage is still an issue it's getting better but what's the risk reward playing him in game three or not and that's what they're rescue. They are uh, messing around with with the Chargers and trying to figure out. Casey, you take all that information that I just gave you and the new information today. Like I don't know where you were yesterday, but I was like, I think he's going to play. He's they're going to work. They're going to try to fix a game plan around him. Get the ball out of his hands. Run the ball more with Eckler. Take care of him. They're not going to make him a sitting duck. But he's going to give it a go and try to play. I think he's going to do this. Today I'm completely opposite. I saw all these reports. And I don't think he's playing on Sunday. I think this is a little bit of gamesmanship right now. They don't want to announce him out. Why not let Jacksonville think a little bit? Uh, Casey, I don't think he's playing Sunday. Uh, do you feel the same or differently? Yeah, Brent, I, I will tell you again just to kind of repump the YouTube. I know you got a lot of driving around tonight because Stuart Weber's got you going all over the map. But there's a really good YouTube video. It's like 12 minutes, Brent. I know you know where to find it. Uh, just type in Action Sports Jacks. You'll find it. That's how I felt yesterday. But I will tell you since you asked, but you can still listen to the YouTube video. Uh, I didn't think he was going to play at all. Because there's too much to lose for the Chargers. The division might not be that good, as good as we thought it was going to be at least. And it's week three. You have a whole lot to lose if this guy gets hurt. The Jags are going to get after him. Whoever's playing quarterback is going to be hit on Sunday when the Jags are playing him. That is a fact. So I would take him out of harm's way. Now with this additional information, I don't know if he can't play, but if I'm the Chargers coaching staff, I do not play him to save the rest of the season because he takes one bad hit and some ribs start breaking, and that's it for the season. Goodbye, the Chargers. Fired Brandon Staley, and you've lost another season. Take us through this as a coach, uh, Coach Driscoll. Like, you got a big, you've done this before. Oh, yeah. You're like, hey, I don't feel they're ready. I'm not comfortable. Hey, you have more games in a season than, than the NFL does, but this is a young season. If they lose Herbert for five weeks, their season could be over. He's that critical of a player. I mean, what goes on? This yeah, season? we had that scenario um, uh, last year with a couple of different um, opportunities that came about with, with guys that were injured and whether or not. There's a difference between being injured and being hurt. 
and and so you have to understand the differences between with your medical staff and what they're sharing with you and then i'm a big believer in risk first reward like where's the risk versus the reward like if something goes awry or something goes the way it's not supposed to go where does that set us back three weeks four weeks Whereas maybe if we take this one, and, you know, when you look at a guy like Chase Daniels, you can say whatever you want to say. I was in the Big 12 when he was in the Big 12. And I'm going to get, hey, Casey, I'm going to give you a trivia question see how good you are. He pumped you up about how great you were. Oh, boy. They were number one in the country that year, Missouri, at one point. There was another Big 12 team that was number one in the country that year as well, too, um, that, 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 that no one talks about with football. Do you remember who that was? You going to tell me uh, Baylor? Nope. Kansas State. Uh, nope. Kansas. Kansas. Good job. Yeah. Who was the coach? The big guy. Yep, you're uh, right. Yeah, you're right. And anyways, I always want. I decided to say the big guy. I want to. I keep wanting to call him Rick Majerus, the Man, Utah coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mangione. Mangione. Yeah, yeah. But 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 Dan, I saw him play, and I'm gonna tell you what. Now he's that, that one thing about him. You can laugh about. It, he made 41 million, and he's this longtime backup. And it sounds like uh, Kavanaugh played at Pitt back when I was a kid. He was a longtime backup forever, right? Yeah. In the NFL, kick clipboards for uh, some, some Super Bowls. The thing about Daniel is, like, he's got a hand. Like, them dudes are coming at him no matter who it is. So they were going to have a hard time with Herbert and have a hard time protecting with them dudes coming at him. I think they're probably, in the long run, better off letting Chase take that punishment. Yeah, they probably Especially, again, I'll also. Chase. Yeah, I know. I'll reiterate this, too, is that their offensive line is beat up. They're probably without their center, Lindsley. Their Slater's a very good player, like really, really good. The rest of them have not played well, and they could be banged up. So, I mean, it just all signs point to them trying to beat the Jags undermanned. And it did work out well for the Colts last week. It changes the way this game looks. Vegas thinks so much so that it's gone from a 7, 7.5-point favorite to a 3, 3.5-point favorite in the last few hours. So NCAA doesn't let me bet. But that, te- but that does tell a story. Yeah, that tells a they little know bit. So- of- and they know. They know. They, yeah, they know. know. <laughs> and they ain't happy right now with their team. So they know. <laughs> All right, we take a break. Uh, one more segment to go here to put a bow on the show in the week. Uh, from Trinity Christian. It's our game of the week, of course. Columbia, Trinity Christian. We've got all sorts of high school coverage tonight. The Blitz Scoreboard Show coming up at 9 o'clock. You can listen to it on ESPN 690. You can watch it, and we'll show you live game action on social media, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And then the Friday Night Blitz, 1030 on Fox 30, and again at 1115 on CBS 47 and Fox 30. Big night ahead. We'll put a bow on this one and then hand off to overtime with Kurtz and Middleton right after this on ESPN 690. everybody to the back of the tailgate on this GMC Sierra Mimic Buick GMC bringing you our Fridays here from Trinity Christian and Columbia we've got a 730 kick so it's a little bit of a later kick which means we definitely will show you live action from this Marcel Robinson comes out live camera and we'll have that on our blitz scoreboard show we still I try to tell everybody like listen we want you to listen on the radio that's great but if you want the full taste of the Blitz Scoreboard Show, a show that nobody else is doing. Like, I'm convinced nobody does it in the country in the high school ranks uh, because we have the ability to do it with our TV and radio stations in the same building. Uh, well, we will have live game action and scores and analysis and reaction from coaches and our Hall of Fame coach, Kevin Sullivan, uh, all on that show from 9 to 10.30. So uh, think about, Coach, it's like the red zone for high school. Oh, wow. We're, we're going to bring you live action. 
and uh, you catch the end of this game, hopefully a couple other ones, wherever we can get the cameras to. Um, every score? We can't peek in on every, every score. Everyone. Well, every score, as long as we can get them. Uh, but uh, it is it is our edition of the Red Zone uh, for the high school. So it's really a cool show. It's a fun show. We see live endings uh, of great games. Um, well, I think it really time. helps, too, with all the different way people can or can't get to places. And now that they like college football, if they like college fo football, but high school football, if they like high school football, they can just listen and watch and, and get it all in one place. So that's a cool deal that you do that. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and again, a lot on Casey does a great job. And a lot of Northerners show. have moved down here. So there is a lot of high school people that like high school football that maybe don't have a dog. You know what I mean? They oh, yeah, just want to go out have a dog in the fight. Yeah. that all the time. Absolutely. That's a, the crowds at some of these places are fantastic. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to watching Ed White. I'm going to Ed White game. And Ed White's been good, and I think we're they're really good. We're going to Ed White. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I got fired already. Is the intern? <laughs> Riverside. Holy God. And Ed you're going to have me go get <laughs> something, and then you're going to. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? You're going to have to get an Uber home or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave my hip, coach, because I'll leave you behind. It's a tight schedule. I'm, I'm with you. I'm here to help. <laughs> Many hands make light work. Uh, absolutely. Hey, Casey, you want to, real quick on on uh, Florida State in the college slate tomorrow. Uh, Huge game for Florida State, man. I mean, they got all the momentum in the world. The latest recruiting news. You got to go get a dub under the lights at the Dope tomorrow. Yeah, you got to do that. Sold out. The students will be there. It's going to be rowdy. You got a team that you're better than. And this was a a game that we counted in the winnable category before they stole a couple that we didn't know if were winnable or not. So, mm. yeah, they need to take care of that. Take care of your business. But, yeah, it's, it's a big game for FSU to go to 4-0, no doubt. Well, speak. how about this? Huge game in Knoxville, Tennessee oh, as well. Yeah. That one's on CBS 47 uh, tomorrow afternoon. And then we have uh, well, a full recap on SEC tonight right after that football game. But Florida and Tennessee. And, wow. I mean, Tennessee feels really good. Florida, I don't know how to feel right now. It's the psyche of this game, Coach, is interesting because Florida has really owned Tennessee like, over huh. the last couple Just of years. Just like the game earlier Coach Sullivan was talking about. Yeah. They won the lopsided. They've won whatever many. Yeah, Bartram and St. Austin. Yeah, same, same thing. Like, as soon as he said that, that's the first thing I thought about was, golly, that sounds like Tennessee, Florida. Yeah, and it's you know it used to be Kentucky, Florida, and now that's switched a little bit. So these things do change. Is it hurt? Is that the quarterback? What's his, what's uh, Tennessee's quarterback? It's something Tennessee, like that. Uh, it's it's it, something like that. But, but they just – Heupel's a pretty good coach, Casey. Yeah, against all well, odds. He is a Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> against that's all odds. Well, he's, a, he's a Tennessee. <laughs> when they but, hired him at Tennessee, they weren't sure. Well, they weren't sure of anything. When well, the other thing, too, though, Casey, to say that, though, you weren't short. Like, who would take the job, too, based on some stuff exactly. they had going on? Right. So, you know, to get an offensive guy in this day and age, at least maybe if you put up enough points, maybe you cannot score him for a while until you figure it out on the other side. But they seem like I've seen them a little bit here and there. Pitt, I saw them against Pitt, and they seem like they've got it pretty good. But the quarterback, the one thing about him, he they do run plays for him to run. Like, He's gonna run, <laughs> and his his arm's really good too. Florida fans want to see. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, their quarterback it, run. He will. He will. He will. He uh, will. It's it's a really interesting watch uh, to be in in that game tomorrow. Florida can gain a lot tomorrow 100%. with a win. They could really gain a lot and kind of get this thing back on track. I think Billy Napier's a good coach, by the way, but it might just be a struggle of a year uh, for the Gators more so than we thought after that opener against Utah. All right, man, that was fun. Well, now we got work to do. Now we go to work. We got to move. Yeah, we go to work. Uh, we got to. I'll be on TV in a couple of minutes on CBS 47, uh, and then of course Fox 30 as well over the next hour, and then we're on our way to Ed White overtime. Kurtz and Middleton coming up next. Terrific, fun edition of Brent and Friends here on a Friday from Aaron Schachter to Kevin Sullivan to Matthew Driscoll to Casey Kurtz. 
Hertz and Middleton take over from here. And then, of course, we got all our Friday night coverage starting at 9 o'clock. Thanks for hanging with us. Blitz. Here at the, Blitz right? the Blitz is on. And on a Friday, all our coverage presented by Nimic View at GMC and Baker Sports. That'll do it from Trinity. Take it away, Casey. Have a good night, everybody. Brent and Friends with Brett Martineau, Casey Kurtz, and Aaron Schachter. It's amazing.